0: Welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. If you're not familiar with the Inside Scoop, it's a podcast dedicated to helping parents learn about the soccer pathways that would be available to their child if they lived in another city around the world. And this show is brought to you in part by Anytime Soccer Training. Anytime Soccer Training is the only training application with well over 5,000 training videos. Every video is 100% follow along. It goes step by step. And the great thing is coaches can create teams and see that the players are doing it. So check out anytime-soccer.com to learn more about what we do. Join the main list. You can join the program for free and we'll send you more information like this. And you get access for a lifetime of some great free training videos. Now let's get on to the show. Over the next three weeks, we're dropping a show based on the interviews we had with a wonderful coach who lived and grew up in Morocco, but then traveled to Barcelona's famed academy and played there as a youth. And then his road took him to DC United as a player, and then eventually a coach at the Red Bulls Academy. And now he's coaching in a college in the in the Virginia DC area so it's been a wonderful show we talked about football philosophies talked about growing up in Africa and playing soccer and what that transition was like to go to uh, Barcelona and then how he translates that experience to uh, the Red Bulls Academy in New York it's just been so it was so many great interviews and we're dropping them over the last over the next three weeks I hope you enjoy them Join the Anytime Soccer Training Facebook group to to have conversations about these shows. We joke, we laugh, we debate, we argue. I get blocked, I get unblocked, I get friended, I get unfriended. I do all of that, and I'm actually gonna try to tone it down a little bit, but I do all of that in the hope that we can walk away from this youth soccer experience, a better version of ourselves, and we can help other parents, coaches, and players become the best version they can as it relates to you, soccer and that's going to be a good segue into this show so i often talk about the reasons i do this podcast is to offer some unfiltered advice get past all the pc stuff and offer unfiltered advice to our parent trainers and i'm going to try to do more of that another reason i do this show is um for sales i want to i'm a serious person i've created a product i think is a value and i want to share why i created it so you guys can get to know me um so that you can trust me and hopefully <laughs> you'll get a subscription to anytime soccer training and then finally i created this podcast as an audio diary for my sons and so i'm going to do the, the this one is going to be the latter two you know a little bit of sales and then there's an audio message to my sons and and i'm talking specifically to my boys adam and matthew but hopefully your children, and hopefully you guys can take something out of this particular show. And so let's get started. so the, the the this particular show, if I had to give it a title, it's sort of like, you know, how do I qualify leads, right? so 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 you're probably thinking, what does qualifying leads? You may't even know what that means, but we're going to get into it. What does qualifying leads have to do with youth soccer? So what I'm gonna do, I'm going to talk about how I qualify leads as it relates to selling any soccer training, and then I'm going to try my best to relate that to youth soccer. Now, if you've had the fortune or misfortune of trying to start a side hustle or your own business, you probably make you probably have made the same mistake that I made, and have and making and the mistake that all many many entrepreneurs uh, make, which is they have a passion project, they see a problem they go into the garage or in their closet or somewhere and try to fix that product project and they spend you know ridiculous amount of times building this solution they think boy once i once i get this solution right the world is going to see it it's going to solve this problem and everybody's going to love it and they forget about the most important part of any business which is you know the sales and marketing piece, and they don't learn until later that just because something is valuable to you doesn't mean that everybody else is going to get it. And and then you go through your feelings, you're like, why doesn't people get it? And then you realize, wait a minute, I have to do, I have to do a better job of communicating this thing, this value. And it's not their fault, right? Because people get thousands and thousands, if not millions, of marketing messages per day. So therefore, it's not, it's not on them to understand your passion is for you to uh, communicate your product or your passion to them in a way that meets them where they're at. And so now I'm going through that entire process now of trying to develop a sales process that kind of helps people, walks people through um, my product, right? It helps them see the value in the hope that they will use it and then it will help their children get better. So why am I saying all that? Well, we have a limited amount of time per day. We have to prioritize how we spend that time. And I don't want to waste my, I don't want to waste your time, or I don't want to waste the time of the people I'm speaking to. And I definitely don't want to waste my time. So in sales speak, what that means is we have to quote unquote qualify our leads so there's people in our network and there are people that we can reach out to who are not currently in our network that we can try to convince that anytime soccer training is a solution to their problem but because we have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of resources we really want to have a way of identifying those individuals that will be most suitable for the product or most open to the product and then, even of, even and then, once we do that, then we have to uh, convince them with the understanding that we're only going to get two out of one hundred, maybe, and we can't get in our feelings just because someone else doesn't share your passion. You just got to help the people that um, want your help, and that is just the way it is. And if and and if you don't have that type of type of personality, competitive sports and entrepreneurship are not for you. I always you just no don't don't uh uh-uh, no. if you are the type of person that goes if you have the personality that you go for a tryout and get rejected if you get mad at the coach and you mad at this and blah 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 save yourself uh, a lot of time and energy because you know i i've never met anybody who didn't cut get cut from something so there you go so we're going to try to relate this to the best we can to use sports as well right because remember i'm talking to my sons and i'm talking to. Uh, The children out there who may or may not be listening um, now, but hopefully will listen in the future. And I'm talking to my parents and my coaches. All right. So now I want to qualify leads and leads are people that are in my network or out of my network that I could reach out to. And I want to qualify them because I don't want to waste their time. And I don't want to, definitely don't want to waste my time. So you might say to yourself, well, Neil, how do you, how do you qualify leads? Well, I tend to qualify my leads with three questions. The first question is, does your child or does, or your team, and I, I may not get the grammar right, but you're going to get the point. Is that important to you? So your child or your team getting extra touches at home, I should say, sorry, is that important to you? So let me repeat that. Is it important to you? That your child or your team get extra touches at home. Now, I don't say it exactly like that because, again, I'm trying to sell. But I'm base. I basically ask the question: Is this something that's important to you, right? And I start with that question because you, you, if if you can't make something uh, important to someone who hasn't come to that realization for themselves, you can educate people right over a very long period of time they call that evergreen you can educate folks over a long period of time to help them understand that what you're selling is important and that's that's a process as well but if i'm trying to engage someone face-to-face right now i'm emailing them whatever i gotta figure out if this is something that's even important to them It would be like someone trying to sell me a luxury boat. I don't care if they tried to sell me a $500,000 boat for $50, assuming I can't resell it. I don't want a $500,000 boat in my backyard. First of all, the HOA won't allow it. So then I got to figure out where to store it. I don't go sailing and I don't live near the water. I will have no use for it. So I don't value that. Even if you just gave it to me and you said, the only thing you got to do is pay for the storage and the maintenance. I can't use it. I don't value it. So it would be a waste of my time and the boat company's time to send me brochures about boats and all that kind of stuff because I don't value it. Right? So, so that's my first screener question when I talk to coaches or parents. Is this something that's important to you? Now, people are nice in general so they don't really if they if especially if they get a sense it's important to the person speaking to them they don't ever just they don't rarely rarely say no this is not my priority i got other things going on that's not what i care about they typically respond in a way that lets you know that they don't value it or at least they have it yeah they don't value it but they without just saying flat out no and you have to be attuned to that and listen, right? So I'm going to give you a real response uh, that I, a typical response I give is a real response, but this is a typical response I give, and I'm going to break that down uh, uh, for you guys. So let me pull up my phone. Sorry for this. Let me just pull this up. So I sent this question to one of my coaching friends. Hey, you know, you know, how are your coaches currently helping kids get extra touches at home? And the coach says, hey, my kids train five to six days a week. Most have private trainers on top of that. Most of the guys I work with are MLS Next. Some are ECNL. So again, I'm using this. I'm talking to my sons to help my sons understand this. That, That short sentence or those two sentences, that really helps me understand their value system, what, what what they care about. And I don't mean this in a condescending way. As a matter of fact, I really, really, really mean this to say, hey, this is a learning moment for me because I have to also think about this. This is what my potential customers value and I got to really make sure that I'm, I understand that and I speak to them and meet them where they are at if I want to make sales, right? We could talk about that at another point. But so this this person is not, first of all, the first thing is I got to do some education. So extra touches at home are different than you using a private trainer. Both have their merits, both have their um, uh, advantages, but they also have disadvantages. So using a private trainer costs you money and you have to meet them on their timetable and you're subject to their particular expertise, blah, blah, blah. We talked about that. And doing things at home, you have more autonomy. You can fit it. It's more flexible. You can do five minutes. You can do five hours. It doesn't matter. And it's, it's free or cheap, right? And then there's also this uh, psychological benefit of self-determ- building self-determination, uh, consistency, uh, you know, individualism, all that stuff I think is important in the context of competitive sport. But putting that aside, we're talking specifically about getting extra touches at home. So not in the team training and not within the private training. So that's my first question. Do you value that? So when that situation happens, because, you know, I don't know for a fact, I always clarify, hey, yeah, I get that part, but I'm talking about at home. And I just want to make sure that. Now, if that person doesn't value this, then I I stop there and just add them to a a list of people that I want to over, over time, just stay in touch with you know, see how they're doing and try to hopefully help them educate them to the best of my ability on why I think they should value what I have, not educate them in a condescending way. Like they're stupid. I'm talking about educate them in a uh, from a perspective of my product, what I'm trying to do. Right. So I'll just put them in a bucket. Okay. This, this person is not a qualified lead. So using a luxury boat analogy in terms of education, it might look something like this. An email goes out. Hey, did you know that you could get all the benefits of a luxury boat without the hassle of maintenance or storage? And this is how it works. Just pay us $50 a month. I'm just using a random number. And you get up to 10 days per year access to the boat. All you have to do is book in advance and show up. And if you don't want to learn how to drive the boat or you don't want to drive the boat, when you get there, you can hire a driver. You don't have to worry about maintenance. You don't have to worry about storage. We just want you to have time, uh, some fun time on the water. That would be an example of the type of education that I am talking about—not educating you like you're stupid, but educating you on on how our how our program can solve your particular problem. And that's kind of where I would I would put them. And I might explain. You know, even if you as a coach or you as a parent don't 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 want this, there could be other people in your network who do and it's completely free for them to join and we offer um a 50 percent discount to anyone in your network if they decide to upgrade and they don't have to and oh by the way you can create teams for free and you have a way of contacting everyone seeing what they're doing irrespective of whether you upgrade or not that might be something that i would i would share but let's say they say yes Yeah, they do value getting extra touches at home. They value a child going in the garage and working on their craft, right? So then the next thing I say is, okay, what are you currently doing? Now, if you value something, right? Then in order to qualify for this process, you have to actually actively already be trying to do something. Because if you think about it, Anytime soccer training or any of these tools that help you get better, they require commitment. They require consistency. They require, they require a degree of effort. Now, we've made the videos five minutes. They're short. They got they follow along, blah, blah, blah. But you still got to actually do it. And there's no sugarcoating around it. And you'll see marketing messages. Oh, we can make it fun, blah, blah. At the end of the day, you got to do it. You got to put in the work if you want to get the rewards, right? And so if you value something and you're not doing it, That's also a box I need to put you into that says, well, you're probably not qualified for this particular program, because even if you did try it for a year, you're not going to be a long-term, we're not going to have a long-term partnership. And then you might say, well, Neil, um, wait a minute now, you value health and fitness, and I don't see you going to the gym every day. There's a difference between trying to do stuff and lacking the discipline, trying to do stuff and lacking the consistency, trying to do stuff, but having the wrong program, trying to do stuff, da 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 Life catches up with you. If we were all perfect, then we'd all look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. Not saying that. There's a difference between trying to diet and failing. What I'm saying is you value this thing and you're not even trying at all. You, you're not telling me, yeah, you know what, man, we send kids YouTube videos. They never do them. You know, I, I beg parents and they don't try it. And I did this. I signed up for this program. And it was expensive and then no one used it. So I counsel, counseled it. So that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you, you, haven't, you try something and fail. I'm saying you don't try anything at all. All right. So. But if you try something and it's not successful for you, then we go to the final thing. Oh, there is one more thing. But if you're trying something and you tell me, no, 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 we got this. I got this. I got this YouTube playlist. It's perfect. Everybody using it. Or I have this PDF file. I tell the kids to do this, this, and this. They're using it. If that's your thing, then um, again, I might, you know, I would put you into the education camp onto why this process that we have may be better, but you're not qualified because I don't want to waste your time. If what you're doing is working, I don't want to waste your time and I definitely don't want to waste my time. So here you go. You're in the education camp. again. But if you say, hey, I'm doing this thing, but it's trying to do this thing, but I'm unsuccessful. Now you go on to the final step. And the final question is, and not so round away, are you open to learning about a product, process, a way, a methodology that could help you in this particular endeavor. And again, if the answer to that is no, I, you know, I, I'm too busy. They don't. They'll never say no. I'm too busy, or send me what you have, or whatever that is. Then you're not qualified because if you're not open to receive this information, if you're not open to receive this information from me, if you're not open to to try new things in this regard then you're not qualified at the moment. Again, guys, this is not, I'm not, I would not, I'm talking to my sons, not bitter, you're not upset. It's just part of the process. You got a process, you put a hundred people in it, two of them are gonna make it to this stage right here. And that's just part of the process. And then the other 98, you put them into another process and you just circle back with them next year. Maybe things have changed, all right? So- That's the process. And if they're open to new things, then you say, hey, okay, let's set up a time to talk. Let me show you what we got. And then you guys can decide if this is going to work for you. And you just leave it there. Why am I saying all that? Because you can apply this same process to your sporting endeavor or whatever endeavor it is that you're trying to, uh, that you want to uh, uh, apply it to. So for example, if I'm talking to my sons, my first question to them is, is being a great soccer player important to you is this something that you value is this something that you want right and you're a child so i don't really expect too much from you now i'm just going over how how you should probably think about this thing as you mature but in general that's my first question what do you want do you really want this i mean you got to really you can fake it until you make it with me you can tell your dad yeah i want this you can tell your coach yeah you want that but eventually you're going to get found out. You can't fake it forever or fake it for 10, 15 years. It's a hard journey. So you're going to get found out. So it's better to be honest with yourself and then honest with the people who care about you to the best of your ability, right? Is this what you want? And if it is what you want, then my next question is, what are you doing um, to achieve the goals that you say you want? I We should be able to get out a piece of paper and you should just be able to say, uh, the, this is what I want and these are the goals. So one thing I tend to do, I guess if I have a tip, is I'll write my goal, what I want on one side of an index card, right? That's the on the blank side. There's, normally index cards have a blank side and a side with lines. And then on the other side, I'll flip and say, okay, what are the three things I'm doing? I'm going to do this week. And what are the three things I'm going to do this month? or what are the three things I'm going to do this year to achieve that goal is on the other side. Right, and that because that's that that's important to me, right? And I think you should apply that same thing to soccer. what what is it? That you want out of this thing? What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to get to those things and, and, and do that in a manageable way? This is no pressure. This is just a way, a manageable way. because that's the next thing is what are you doing to achieve those goals? And then finally, are you open to um new ideas, new concepts, new methodologies? Are you willing to learn? You think you have it all figured out. If you do, that's fine too. But, you know, normally when you're pursuing excellence or pursuing something of this nature, you're always learning. Now, humans get millions of marketing messages per month, per week, or whatever. So this is not to say that you gotta be, you know, listening and doing every single thing someone throws your way, but you gotta use, so you have to do, you do have to use your own judgment, but at the same time, you should be open to new ideas, new methodologies to the best of your ability. And I'll end with this story. That's actually how I found my older son's uh, youth soccer club. They have horrible marketing. As a matter of fact, I think they're anti-marketing, right? Um, And the way I found them was I was actually training you, Adam, at a local park in our area. And that park had two soccer fields. And I was training you on one of them. And they probably, I think, sent one of the parents over to talk to me you couldn't have been much older than seven at the time. And they said, hey, you, the parents said, hey, you should, you should check out this club. I know you haven't heard of it. It's tiny. They don't actually play any games yet. But based on what we're seeing, what you're doing, what you're doing with your child, I think you, you might like this club. And, you know, so the first thing is your soccer training, your soccer development for better or worse some people say i'm obsessed was important to me right so i I passed the first test it was important to me the next thing was i and i know the club didn't think about it like this but i was doing things i was actively doing things to support that goal right now but at the same time i knew that what i was doing wasn't perfect by any means it was helping but i really didn't know i didn't know about team coaching at all and i didn't i didn't even know about any of this stuff so i knew that i was just kind of like cobbling things together but i was actively trying to do something and then i was open to new ideas and new methodology so in other words part of it was ignorance but part of it is just my personality i wasn't asking well do they have an E N C L program do they have MLS next, which didn't exist back then, but do they have an MLS next program or how many people do they send to, I, that stuff didn't matter to me. All I cared about was, I mean, I didn't even know to ask that stuff, but that's not what I valued. I valued the training environment and I was willing to learn from anybody and explore any opportunity that would, that would improve your soccer development. And so then they said, hey, you should come to this practice. And the, and the first practice I tried to go to, I couldn't even find it. You'll remember this story. We drove around all of Cary. I couldn't even find the location because the way they sent the location to me, it was, it was in this massive place and I couldn't find that exact field. But I didn't give up. I emailed them again and say, hey, I couldn't find this place. When is the next one? And I went to that one. So they didn't even have to quote unquote sell me on the club. I was already in the position where I wanted better training for you. I recognized the problem. I wanted a better train, better solution for you. Until so then, I went and found them, and once I saw the training, I was like, "Boom! This is where you need to be at, at least for now." I qual, I qualified myself for this opportunity for you, and you've been there for uh, probably about six years, six or seven years. Again, no shade, no nothing on anyone else. They ain't better than this, better than... I'm just explaining to you. That's the process that I use. That's the process I went through to found this particular club. And that's the process I use to qualify my leagues. And that's the process you need to do to qualify yourself to excel at this thing we call competitive soccer. So again, Neil Crawford here, anytime soccer training. um, Also the host of the Inside Scoop. Check out anytime-soccer.com to learn more about what we do. If you're a coach out here who does value your kids getting extra touches at home and you've been struggling sending them YouTube videos, wondering if they're doing it, then definitely um, send us an email, neil at anytime-soccer.com, that's N-E-I-L at anytime-soccer.com. I'll put my information in the show notes. And let's talk and let's try to get something that works for you at a level that works for your team. Hey guys, thanks for listening and let's get better together.